0: now good morning Jim morning Jay. all right Jim so let's uh, touch on the Vikings I, I think towards the tail end of our conversation yesterday you talked about some uh, big moves the Vikings could be making in regards to personnel They're their scouting combine uh, what have you learned about what Quessy uh, and and uh, Kevin O'Connell want to do with this roster
1: well I mean they didn't tell us too much they offered some clues. Uh, just the way Quezzy talked, Quezzy made it very clear that they want to bring back Dalvin Tomlinson, and that he's very valuable to them. So he's not going anywhere. Uh, but when they were asked about Dalvin Cook, you know, they praised him as a player. They said nothing that made it, that indicated that they're looking to bring him back or, or that they would be willing to bring him back on his current salary. So this, you know, there's still things to be played out. Uh, my guess is that uh they will find a way to get rid of Cook and save money at that position.
0: Are there other players you think they might do the same with?
1: I mean, yes. I just don't know which ones. I, I do think – well, I think we know that they won't bring Thielen back at the same number. Um, and we've – you know, <laughs> you see some – Posts from his wife that make it sound like he's out of town and you hear Thielen talk about it, you talk to other people, it sounds like there might be a deal. I think Thielen recognizes the value of his story, uh, you know, growing up in Minnesota, playing at Mankato, being a Viking, uh, he has businesses in the area. Uh, I think he he attached some value to being a being a a, a one team player uh with his hometown team so i think something could get, get done there i think he has, still has value as a third receiver red zone kind of guy um the you know kendrick's they didn't really talk up kendrick's they talked about other linebackers so that might that might be an indication that they don't want to bring kendrick's back or they don't want to bring him back at his current salary um he did look like he wasn't himself last year uh and then Harrison Smith, my guess is they want him back, uh, but once again I don't know if they want him back at his current salary. And then Patrick Peterson, do you, do you can you replace him with somebody younger? Uh do you need his experience? He's another big question.
0: So when you brought up Thielen, so would it be K J Osborne as the second receiver and Thielen would just move to third?
1: I think so. Uh Osborne probably has more upside at this point. He's faster. Uh, Probably make more big plays. Thielen seems to be more of a kind of a small space operator more than uh, the full fledged. I mean, listen, Thielen in his prime could do anything. You know, he could play any of the receiver positions. He could go deep. He could go short. He could catch and run. He just, he's lost a step. Uh, he's still very, you know, very good at getting open. Uh, but he's probably not going to be your big play guy. So, you know, especially with not a ton of draft picks and still having to address defensive issues. My guess is they would be happy going in next year with, uh, you know, J.J., Osborne, Thielen, and then developing some of the younger guys to eventually take over for Thielen.
0: Are they going to work out a long-term contract with Jefferson during the offseason here?
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm sure it'll be expensive. I'm sure it'll drag out for a while, but I don't think there's any doubt they're going to sign him to a big deal.
0: Uh Patrick Peterson, is he still good enough to be a starting corner in the NFL? Uh,
1: Boy, he... He, he kind of walked the, a fine line this year. He gave up a lot of catches, a lot of yards, but he would turn around and he's so smart. He would kind of bait people and make some big plays late in games. Uh, I just fear that, you know, you start losing steps at that position and it's hard to make it up, make it up, make up for it with your brain eventually. Um, I He's another one. I, I Would you want him on your team in some role? yeah I think you would. Are you going to pay him full freight to be a third or fourth cornerback? Probably not. So I think that's another one where it depends on what he's willing to play for.
0: How much of um, uh, is Brian Flores going to be involved in drafting, especially when it comes to defensive players this year?
1: Uh, it'll be fairly typical of NFL teams. They have scouts, they have you know higher ranked scouts. they have general manager making the final decision. they have coaches input on players. You know, most good NFL organizations, the coaches talk to the are, are in tune with the scouts and the general manager. You don't want to draft a talented guy and have him not fit your system or what you're really looking for. Have the coach not want to use him. So, you know, this, this, this is a pretty communicative group. I don't think that's a problem. I still, say one of the greatest mistakes in Vikings history uh, was the was Mike Lynn when he traded for Herschel Walker. He never really had a long conversation with the, with Jerry Burns about how Burns would use Herschel. Burns didn't even want a back like Herschel, kind of an i formation, straight ahead runner type. Uh, you know, and, and that's where that, that trade became such a disaster is not only did they give up too much, but they got a player who didn't really fit the offense.
0: Jim, the uh, Twins yesterday, spring training game down in Florida, results, you know, 4-4, whatever, but, uh, uh, what we're seeing is uh, we did see Carlos Correa get a chance to play. Uh, Correa had a hit, a couple of hits from Nick Gordon, Ryan Jeffers at a solo home run. Um, how do you think the catcher position is going to be handled with uh, Vasquez and Jeffers? Is it going to be an every other kind of thing? Is Vasquez going to get the majority of the starts? What do you think is going to happen there?
1: I think that Vasquez will be considered, whether they announce it or not, I think internally they'll consider Vasquez their starter and Jeffers their uh, you know, their backup, but it's probably more of a 60, 40 split than a 70, 30 or 80, 20. Um, also, I think Jefferson's not still, he is not a proven commodity as a hitter. He, he has shown the ability to hit at other levels in his career. He has not really solved major league pitching. So I think some of it will come down to does Jeffers hit enough that he earns more at bats. Jim, uh,
0: Joey Gallo, um, getting some uh, opportunities to play both in the outfield and at first base. Um, how do you feel about Joey Gallo and what he might be able to bring to the team this year?
1: Well, he's an excellent fielder. And, you know, between Gallo, Kepler, Buxton, and Taylor, this could be one of the great defensive outfields you've ever seen, assuming Buxton can play a certain number of games. Um, and he throws well and he plays first base well. So right now I think he's your starting left fielder and backup first baseman. Uh, if Karloff's hurt, I think he play becomes your starting first baseman. Um, so he, he, he has a lot of value in a lot of ways, but he's going to have to hit, you know, he's a corner outfielder first baseman. He's going to have to hit well enough that, uh, that you want him in the lineup.
0: Is Jose Miranda's shoulder issue a big deal? No,
1: I think what you're seeing is that if a player really doesn't want to play in the WBC, but doesn't want to offend his home country, then he, uh, comes up with a mystery ailment so I, I just think he I think he knows this is a breakthrough year for uh for Major League Baseball and the twins and a lot of his teammates aren't playing in the WBC because they want to uh, make sure they're healthy for the regular season and I think he uh, he developed a convenient ailment
0: Jim uh, Lindsay Whalen the Gophers uh, women's team got knocked out one and done in the big Ten tournaments um, she uh, safe uh, going into next year
1: I think so. I don't know for sure. Um you know, I, I think you want to give her another year with her best recruits. They did show some improvement toward the end of the season. Uh, but I'll also say this. I, I went to that game and it was really disappointing to see that team not be able to solve a full court press. And they were down like 21-3 because they couldn't solve the full court press. Even after they got, they started breaking the press, they didn't take full advantage. They didn't attack the press and they had, you know, 22 turnovers, I think. Way too many, of the, and 22 turnovers is ridiculous to begin with, but a lot of them were the worst kind of turnovers. It's one thing turning it over, throwing it into the post, and you have time to get back on defense. They had a lot of those, um, you know, we've seen too many from Wayland's teams, the uh, bad turnover leading directly to a, a layup for the other team. You just can't. Uh, there's no way they should have lost to Penn State. There's no way they should have lost to Penn State yesterday, basically in a home game. There's no way they should have played as badly as they did at the beginning, and then keep playing the game after they came all the way back. Uh You know, um, Penn State inbounding under the Gophers basket, and they give up a backdoor layup with a foul. It's just really disappointing. And here's the here's the difficult thing: you know, Waylon's like one of the smartest basketball players we've ever seen. Uh, she played for Cheryl Reeve, Gino R. M., and Mike Tebow, three Hall of Fame coaches. You know she knows, but she's got to get her players to get it. And it was really disappointing to see them fail in some fundamental ways yesterday.
0: Jim, uh, go for men's basketball team. has got Rutgers at home tonight. Uh, it's been a real disappointing season for them. Uh, What is going to be most telling in the offseason? Um, how Ben Johnson keeps this group together, assuming nobody transfers away that's considered a key part of the team, and then who they replace the uh, Dennis Evans decommit with?
1: Yeah, and might be Farrell Payne. They might have to, and this is where you know Ben had basically had to be good in two ways to succeed as a Gopher coach. One, recruit better talent than they've had there, uh, or at least get back to the you know the good you know Clem uh, Tubby recruiting days, or at least you got good players even if they weren't big names. Uh, and then develop in the off season. He, he's got he's not going to get the best recruits across the board, so he's got to develop players. So you know they need to see Farrell Payne develop a lot. Um, you know, they, they need, and they need to develop somebody behind them. And they did have some injuries, you know, maybe Enan coming back, maybe Fox coming back, maybe they can find good use for them. But it, once again, they're going to look like a team that doesn't have, unless Payne comes along really well, they're not going to have kind of a classic center next year.
0: Jim, how about uh, Marcos Johansson and uh, the type of role he's going to play, the newly acquired player that uh, the Wild got in trade? Um, is he going to, he's going to be a second line guy, it looks like?
1: Yeah, he's going to play on X line, and that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, maybe it relieves some pressure from some other guys. Maybe it, it adds some speed and some skills of that line, helps X get back on track. He hasn't had the scoring year they would they would have hoped. Um, so, listen, he, once again, he's not a great player, but he's a pretty good player with the kind of skills they need.
0: Sounds like he's a versatile and fast guy.
1: Yeah, uh, and he has had good offensive years before. Again, uh, don't don't expect too much. But they, this is, we, this has evolved into a good defensive team that just needs to score, you know, a couple more goals a week. And he might be able to help in that regard.
0: Jim, uh, what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? It sounds like he's trying to push towards some sort of, uh, decision on what the, what's going to happen with him and the Packers. Uh, Do you think that it's, it's headed toward him not being with Green Bay this next year?
1: Yeah, I think he's going to go elsewhere. Um, and the question, which team really, really wants him? There are a lot of teams that could use a quarterback, but uh, how many of them want a $50 million quarterback who was lousy last year? Uh, you know, there's we don't really know what the Jets are thinking. They've been talking a lot to Derek Carr. Uh, they might not think of Rodgers as a good influence on a talented young team, or maybe that's a smokescreen they want to sign him. Uh, the Raiders could use him. Uh, Washington could use him. Tennessee might be ready to move on from uh, – from Tannehill, I mean, there, there are teams out there that are, you know, pretty good teams that could use Rogers, but he's not, you know, it's not the simple decision it used to be. He, he's been a pain in the butt and, and he wasn't very good last year and he's only getting older. So I don't know how this is going to play out, but I do think he's going to play. I do think he's going to play for somebody other than the Packers.
0: All right, Jim, what do you got in your podcast? Uh, we have
1: the Viking update show up and the John Krasinski show up. Mike Grimm's Gopher podcast just came out and everything gets at talknorth.com.
0: All right, Jim, thank you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks, Jim. It's Jim Suhan, Star Tribune Sports columnist, joining us every weekday morning at this time. Follow him on Twitter at Suhan Strib. Check out his latest column in the Star Tribune or his podcast at TalkNorth.com. Next on WJON, World of National News from ABC.